right, so this week we are discussing... What the fuck is this movie called? <laughs> <laughs> I want to get it right, you know? Just say Ant-Man right. 3, whatever. Yeah, you know, no, no, I'm going to say Ant-Man. and Ant-Man, the Wasp, colon, Quantumania. Okay, I'm going to clap for you. Or do you need this? Do you no. need the claps? No, I'm getting it. Okay, I'm getting it. It's, it's already synced when I download it, so that's fine. <laughs> for editing, so you know when, when we're starting. Okay, gotcha, thank you. It'll give you a nice a nice line. Yeah, nice line. And then you can you can throw this shit in there. You yeah, know. I'm gonna, probably. <laughs> okay, so this week we are discussing Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. The newest installment in the MCU. This is the 31st film <laughs> in the series. And it's, um, is this the start of, I'm going to ask you a question. I know this is the intro. Is this the start of phase five? I think so. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. The start of phase five. Um, this is a film, if you enjoy... really shitty <laughs> CGI <laughs> and um, you know recurring characters characters that get brought back but they've been smashed into like a giant head uh, instead of like a normal shape person um, and getting caught in the rain you you will enjoy this film um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it I have opinions about this uh, uh, Hunter, Hunter does as well. That's uh, the the nature of the podcast. We give our opinions on movies <laughs> that we watch on a weekly basis. This is, but is it good? <laughs> you said a lot, Zach. You said too yeah. much. You <laughs> said <Am I? laughs> haven't said enough. Uh, yeah, we have a lot to go over mm. with this uh, this this movie here. Um, and ultimately, we're going to ask one question: the important question. Uh, and that is, but is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, good? <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll find out soon. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I did need a clap. Hello, welcome to episode 110 of But Is A Good Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Callahan. You sound so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Zach Olson. And yeah, this week we're excited. talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. This is the third Ant-Man film. Yes, and you wouldn't know that because they're nothing alike. Um, I was thinking about that during the movie. I was like, the first Ant-Man film was so... It just felt more... Uh, Grounded, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Grounded. Mm. Uh, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, first off, any housekeeping, Zach? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Hunter? I'm. I've I've been honestly. I've been sorry. I asked you a question and then started talking because I thought about how I've been. That's all right. I've been I've been like really sick this past week. I thought I had the flu, and oh, it wasn't fun. until like. Honestly, it wasn't until like. This afternoon that I started to feel better. I have a headache. But really? um, I'm here. I'm pushing through. Yeah, we're all actually we're fighting something here. Hollis has a fever. Um, oh no. Yeah, but he's been in like good spirits. He was wide open today. 
Did you ever notice how he one of my wide? eyes he was wide open, like he's just running? Like you, you ever heard that phrase? No. <laughs> it was like you just like I'm going wide open. It's like it's like you're like on a motorcycle, you got it wide open, you're just like going full speed. Okay. Like okay. we were at, we were at uh, we were down at Trillis today, and he was running around on the on the grass. Like he was like huffing and you puffing. Took he was you took him to Trillis with a fever? Uh, well, we didn't know he had a fever until like. 30 minutes ago. Oh, so. uh, yeah. Okay. Because he's been running around like, you know, like crazy mm-hmm. with the park, all this kind of stuff. I was going to say, did, did you ever notice like how one of my eyes is like more closed than the other? Is that always how I look? Me too. I have like a lazy eye. Uh, I don't notice it with you, um, but uh, I notice <laughs> it. Like anytime I see a picture of myself, I'm yeah. like, the fucking eye is acting <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, so we, we bought, like I had a sore throat yesterday, but I'm, I'm pretty much fine now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so we're trying a new platform for any, anybody who cares, which probably is nobody. Um, we're trying a new platform, so hopefully this sounds good when we're done, when it's uploaded, but we'll we'll find out. Anyway, yeah, I'm good. We're good. Life's good. Go to Chicago uh, on Tuesday, and I'm excited. And, uh, yeah. For work? For or work, Just yeah. for shiggles. For work. I have a shoot. I'll be there Tuesday through Friday. I get back on Friday, and then Hannah goes to the beach on Friday, and then so we're both oh, so going boys summer. weekend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, cool. yes. Um, but yeah, other than that, just living, living the dream, as us folks say. <laughs> it's a very white person thing to say. Living the dream. Living the dream. How you doing? You know, Carol- the dream. Carrollton is the city of dreams. Don't go there. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. Anyway, yeah, cool. So we got we got uh, we got quite a film to discuss. Mm-hmm. Stories to tell, things to decipher, and probably criticize. Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Media. That is the that's on the chopping block today. If yeah. you will. Um. So Zach, actually, no. This is your episode. Take it. I'll follow your lead. So, Hunter, uh, before we get into spoilers, we need to give our first reactions of the film. So, briefly, without giving too much, uh, you know, like a little, little tease, uh, maybe show a little chest or something. <laughs> Tell me what you thought of this film. There it is. Uh, <laughs> very white. You need to go, yeah. go to Trillith well, more and take I've your shirt off. I've got a light. I've got a light right here. Oh. My video's gonna be all messed up because my lights falling and lights gonna be like all crazy. Anyway, I have to just—I will give you my uh, my thoughts briefly, but I also have to preface this with uh, what happened to me at the theater. There's a yes. local theater to, to, to us which we haven't named yet, and I'm getting close to naming them because I'm so tired of it. Hmm. Um, I'm the not same local them. theater that I've complained about on, yes. on, on numerous occasions. Sucks, man! Like it has just fallen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and this honestly wasn't so much their fault. I mean, maybe I guess it could have been. Who knows? But when we would, when me and Hannah w- went to see a man called Ove, and it was like half an hour late. The movie was. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. one was 15 minutes late with no previews. By the way, they just started the movie. These, yeah, it because was so strange. They weren't they weren't playing the thing that they were supposed to be yeah. playing. So they're trying to make up for lost time, and they just yeah. start it. Uh, somebody like had to go tell them to start it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so. Uh, let it be known that there were about maybe a cumulative total about eight to ten minutes, maybe a little bit less, maybe six to eight minutes 
of time where I... Black screen. No, 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 where I couldn't pay attention because of the chaos that was ensuing in my theater. Um, So me and Hannah were sitting uh, on, like, the recliner row, you know, the VIP seats or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And the family next to us, we were, like, literally right next to us, uh, there was a, a man, their daughter, and uh, the mom. Uh, that was probably like maybe seven or eight years old. She had an okay. iPad. She had an iPad. She was playing a game. Okay, the game was silent. The screen was a bit bright. Okay, so about ten minutes into the film, uh, people behind are like, "Turn off the light! Turn off the light, please!" Hey, get that light! Turn that off, please! Just start yelling stuff down. And I, I say, people, I think it's like this one family. That's like a few years back, maybe even like one row back, because someone leaned up to them and said, hey, turn off that iPad. And he was just like, they just sort of ignored them. He just kept playing. So somebody from his family goes, walks down, walks out of the theater, goes and gets somebody, Mm -hmm. tells the person to come up, and somebody from the theater comes up to them and said, hey, you can't have the iPad on. It's just like a phone. You can't have anything on right now because the movie's playing. Yeah. And he was like, she's playing a game. And she's like, "I, I know, but you can't have anything on. Looking back, I wish I would have been like, hey, dude, just like I can show you how to turn down the brightness and she probably keep, can keep playing. You know what I'm saying? Because you can turn down pretty much almost off. You can kind of see it right in front. Right. Anyway, <coughs> she, you know, whatever, the the manager person is like standing there literally right in front of me. So I was like, oh, great. I can't see. Um, Were you on the like, same row as the, the yeah, family I was. The he was literally right next to me. Like he was the okay. seat next to me was the dad. And, um, uh, yeah, so then eventually she turns the iPad off and, um, and then, uh, as the girl is like, walk is like walking away. And this is when I knew, I said, oh, there's going to be a fight. There's going to be a fight. I just knew it. The person who I guess gone to have had to, had to have gone to get the manager goes, yeah, come on. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, sir, you just had to go grab a manager who was probably 19 years old to come mm-hmm. tell an eight-year-old to turn off her iPad. You're not macho. You don't get to act like you're some big hotshot. I was just like, all right. Anyway, the movie happens. The movie sucks. <laughs> like, that's my Spoiler alert. Sorry. I didn't care for this movie. Okay. Let me talk about the movie briefly, then I'll finish the story. The movie was eh. I felt so apathetic to it. I just did not care. I had some chuckles. There were some funny moments. It was so off the deep end. And frankly, a lot of it didn't look that great. Mm -hmm. But I was like, all (laughs) righty. Also, a lot of stuff doesn't make sense. If you think about it, you know, in Endgame, Scott's in the quantum realm for five hours and then here they go, like, but it's five years, but then they go down in this one, and it's like the no time passed. But then also think about it that Janet's down there for 30 years, and it's actually 30 years to her, not like 180 years. If it was five, five hours, is five years. You know what I'm saying? Like, Meanwhile, throughout the film, they're talking about how down in the quantum realm, you're like beyond the boundaries of time, like you're, you're outside of time. Like they say that multiple times. Continue. Yeah. There, there must be like different pockets because there's one line where he says like we don't even know how it works on here. It could be ten years, so they hint at it, but it's not resolved. 
I really enjoyed Jonathan Majors. I thought he was a good villain. I liked him as okay. Kang. Um, and I think he's going to be a good big bad. There's hints towards the actual scope of his villain and like how massive that threat is. Um, if I still care about it when it happens. Um, but I didn't care for the movie. Didn't really care for it. It was like, whatever. I had, I had a few hearty laughs. And then mm-hmm. that was pretty much it. So hold on real quick, and then I'll finish. Movie ends. And then we're like, you know, the family next to me gets up. I, they had conversed a little bit during the film, and I could tell that they were pissed off, which I understand. So the family behind. Well, hold on. Can I, can I pause real quick? Uh-huh. Shouldn't this family that's next to you know going in that their child cannot just, just be playing a, a game on their iPad Look, during a movie? here's the thing. I I I'm on both sides of the fence. I know that that, that, that that's impossible. <laughs> I I've been like, hey, if you're gonna do that, either sit in the back row, okay, so no one's behind you, or just turn the brightness all the way down and see if that works. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, you can't have your phone on. You can't have an iPad on. An iPad's bigger. I get that. It wasn't bothering me, but it was like directly to my side, so like I could was already kind of looking past it. You know what I mean? So whatever. Yeah. But also, don't be a dick about it, man. The, the, that's the, true. The, the family behind, like, as soon as he was like, "Yeah, come on," I was like, "Dude, you're a douche." So and he like, says, "Yeah, come on." The entire movie goes by. The entire and then movie goes by, and then we're okay. people are like slowly starting to like shuffle out, and me and Hannah sit and wait for the post credit for the mid credit scene. I didn't see the post the final one. I read about it, and down in front they confront each other. These families confront each other, and. The, like, mom of the family next to me is obviously very angry because she's talking about, you know, her, her kid was just playing a game. And, you know, and as a parent, you this might be the only way that they can go watch a movie together is if, is, is if their daughter plays out on iPad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. What about a babysitter? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they couldn't find one. But then the the dad of, I, I guess, the guy who, who said, yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. You could like you could just tell by his body language he was like somebody fight me I re- like he was just like bouncing around he was you know he was acting like in my opinion acting like a child you know how to like how that body language is where as soon as someone says like hey like why'd you do that and they're like oh okay okay you know like just this outrageous over animated like the so steroided out bro at yeah, the bar yeah kinda like vibe. he's just all, all just looking for a fight and then so yeah. I was I was like there's gonna there's I knew it I knew I was like there's gonna be a fight. So they like they leave the theater, and so we start making our way down to go, you know, out the door, and they spill back in, and they're literally fist fighting, the the two dads literally fist fighting, rolled on the ground. There was a very clear winner. <laughs> uh, who won? You know, uh, the guy who was next to me was much bigger than the guy who was behind. <laughs> but I mean, oh, literal okay. literal fist fights. I mean, like yeah. punching, punching, rolling on the ground, like throwing people Blood? and stuff. I probably I wasn't close enough. Uh, the unfortunate reality is that both families had kids there, and the kids were crying. The moms were screaming at each other. One kid got like pushed over because they were rolling around. It was just a mess, man. It was just a mess. It was a mess, and I was like, "What is?" And I we were leaving, and I was like, "Hannah, I prefer theaters that are empty now." Mm-hmm. So not only did the movie not, you know, do anything for me, but my theater experience was shit. Yeah, it just yeah. was a not a good overall experience. And and hold on, sorry. <laughs> Last Get it thing. all out. There's just like <laughs> I forgot how immature these crowds are. I'm gonna say a line. It's, sorry, this is a slight spoiler, but 
Kang is talking to Ant-Man and he's like, I've seen what's coming. And Cassie says, what's coming? And he says, Kang says, me. Mm-hmm. Okay, like a lot of me. Yep. And literally everyone starts laughing. And I was like, come on. <laughs> Get your minds, first off, grow up. Okay, but like. how how You don't know how old they are. I mean, think about, I think about when we saw Drive, Hunter. Do you remember watching Drive? And it wasn't even like a funny part of the movie. Um, he's walking up to the Italian restaurant. Okay, well, that looks ridiculous, though, his mask. Yeah, but I'm sure someone in the theater was like, grow the fuck up. It was probably Ethan, because he was next yeah. to us. <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was just wild to me. I, I was just like, ugh, this is just not what it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, that was my experience. Movie didn't do much for me. I felt apathetic. I didn't care. It's just, it's wild to think that this is the same universe that Iron Man, like, started. You mean, yeah. I was just like, this is outrageous. Anyway, your turn. I took 15 minutes. I'm sorry, but your turn. Um, I, I mean, I can talk a little bit about my theater experience. Uh, it was much better, I think. I saw this in Dolby, so it was, like, enhanced, you know, visuals, enhanced sound. You could feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Up in your butthole, you could feel the sound, you know. All the way. Um, I had to see this uh, on Thursday because uh, I was supposed to go out of town this weekend. I was supposed to be up in Dahlonega with some friends. I I ended up canceling that because, like I said, I've been sick. Um, So I had to see it on Thursday night. So the only ticket I could get was center of the second row. So I am... Doing one of these. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the movie, looking up, uh, and my entire field of view was just Ant-Man, dude that didn't have any holes, you know, (laughs) the whole whole shebang, right? Uh, And it was quite an experience. I do think that when you're that close, it becomes harder to see the the little, uh, like, it becomes harder to see where the CGI and, and, and different things are lacking. Uh, because mm-hmm. you're so close to it, it's you know it's just harder to to like register all the information that's coming at you. It still looked bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, the film itself. I thought the the premise is okay. You know, uh, I I'll say that I think the idea of Kang and like the fact that there's a bunch of him, you know, like the council and everything. Um, that's, that's cool. That'd be cool to see in a movie. This is not, (laughs) this is not what I envisioned, you know? Yeah. Um, Well, that's also going to be probably like the Kang Dynasty Avengers movie. Sure. Like they're all there or whatever. Right. Right. Continue. Um, the writing was atrocious. The, the dialogue was God awful. There was some very, very interesting, um, character design choices that we can talk about. <laughs> and overall, I just didn't, I I wasn't a fan. Can you believe that? Can you oh, believe, I can believe it. <laughs> can you believe that I wasn't a fan? Um, yes. All that well, to say, yeah, go on. Two, thing, two things, two redeeming qualities and this is, I'm not going to talk about the, the things. I'll just, I'll just say what they are. The first was that both of the post-credit scene, or the mid-credit scene and the post-credit scene, 
were both connected to the movie. Like they were both like movie adjacent, and that's appreciated. If you're gonna do that, I, th I think that's stupid. Honestly, I thought it was cool when I was 15, and I'm not 15 anymore. You know. Well, they but also got in the habit where like the second one was just like a joke. Right. So th yeah. there, th there were two things. Either one of them was just a joke, like the the Howard the Duck one, uh, or it was something completely unrelated, like has nothing to do with the film whatsoever. It's just like, oh, by the way, uh, get excited for this other thing that's going to be coming out in two and a half years. <laughs> you know? um, so it was it was appreciated that both of the credit scenes were um, connected to the film. The second thing, I can't remember. It's gone, so <laughs> it probably isn't that important. It wasn't that redeeming. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Zach, I, I know how much you love comic book movies. So it's only fitting that you get to do a movie in a minute. All right, all right, all right. Sing me a song while I get a timer pulled up. Zach's going to do a movie in a minute. He's going to talk about a comic book movie. He loves those. He loves those. He loves comic book movies because he loves interconnected universes. He loves uh, franchises and stuff that leads to other movies. He doesn't like standalones. No, he wants a universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, this song is giving me heartburn. Oh Zach hates comic book movies. He hates them. He wants superheroes to never be in movies again. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm set up. I've been set up for a while now. <laughs> I was just singing a song to you. That's all it was. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. At your leisure, sir. Okay, so here we are. Did the song... Did you say what movie in a minute is for our, our new our Oh, new sorry. Got to talk about the whole movie in 60 seconds, no more or less. Exactly 60 seconds. You better use all of them or you are fired. That's right. So I have 60 seconds to discuss this, this movie in all of its details. Um, and that's going to start in three, two, one, go. Okay, so we see Janet, she's in the quantum realm, and uh, she's getting attacked by these things, and Kang shows up and saves her, and he's like, where are we? Fast forward, uh, Scott Lang has written a book, and people are calling him Spider-Man, he's having fun. His daughter uh, uh, created some sort of thing that uh, talks to the quantum realm, and uh, Janet's like, no, turn it off! So then they get sucked in, okay? And then shit just goes off the rails, we see this village of people who need to drink uh, goop to be able to talk to each other. Uh, we meet Modoc, who is uh, Darren from the first Ant-Man movie, but he's like really fucked up looking. Um, Kang is looking for Janet because she destroyed his like quantum engine thing. She decides to like shrink it, even though she could have just left it the way it was, and he would never have been able to get out. It doesn't make any fucking sense. They save it, and then the ants come and they save the day. Everybody wins except for Kang. He might have died uh, at the end. <laughs> Amazing. And Is don't forget good? Bill Murray's in there, too. Oh, yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, for five yeah. minutes. Um, all right. I guess let's just do this thing, huh? I guess so. Um, I guess it's time. I guess it's okay. time to get started. 31st film. I just remember that. That is just... Uh, I read a, a little s a snip on Letterboxd that 
just said, uh, it took 31 films, but I'm starting to empathize with Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Bro, for real. Oh, goodness. This is just one that, and we can, I mean, we'll obviously, we'll talk about the the movie, but we can't do a film <laughs> <Yeah>. like it. <laughs> Shut up. We can't do a movie like this and not discuss the overarching, like, zeitgeist that we're still in. And even when, mm-hmm. when we get, we'll talk about even some more probably when we get to, like, the news, because we have a lot of trailers that came out over the past week. Um, but, yeah, dude, I just, like, didn't care. I just, I don't know. And it's funny because, like, I quite enjoyed the first Ant-Man. I think it was really charming. It's not some, you know, you know, miraculous filmmaking, but it's, it's mm-hmm. how, I mean, how can you not like Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd is great. He's like, you know, an American treasure. Um, and it was just more contained and more, f- you know, emotionally driven. And this one, I just didn't care about anybody. I did not care about anybody. I don't know. Like, even when, like, Scott, this is the very end, when Scott was just getting, like, his ass whooped, uh, I was like, well, he's going to be fine. Yeah. So, you know, like, <laughs> why should I be worried? <coughs> Right. Um, right, right, right. But anyway, we have this other Marvel trope that's become a trope that they've invented, where they have some somehow retconned the future into the past. Does that makes sense. Where it's like it happened with um, Eternals too, where it was just like, "Hey, they've always been here." Right. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And so now they're like, oh, actually, Kang's always been here. He's been in the quantum realm the entire time. Well, and not the entire time. Uh, well, no, but in the sense of, like, somebody that we already know has to have had some sort of connection to him. Yeah. In order for him. No, he can just show up. Whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just have him be a new villain. Yeah, I, I have questions from the very beginning. Uh, the yeah. first question I have... Uh, and I had this question when I watched the second film too. Maybe they maybe they explained it, and I just wasn't paying attention. I don't know, but um, quantum, so like subatomic, like very small, very very small. Um, humans need to breathe oxygen, but they're smaller than oxygen. So what are they breathing? Don't worry about it. Do does like the oxygen that's around you also get shrunk down? Shut up. <laughs> Silence. Okay. Okay. Second question. Well, that's the thing too. Think about it. In Endgame, they had to have suits. Or were those like time travel suits? Um, Why they have to have suits? They had to have suits so they could breathe. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay, but even before then, Janet survived for 30 years. Right, and as we see at the beginning of this film, she's not wearing a suit. She's not wearing. She's wearing like a like a, a robe cape thing. You know. Uh, second question, if you're this council of, um, like, <laughs> all, all knowing beings, like you're able to time travel, you're this explorer, you're super smart. I'm assuming most of them are super smart. Maybe like there's one dumb Kang, you know, that'd be funny. Yeah. I'll probably be in one of the movies. Right. But anyways, like you're very, very quick witted and, and, uh, able to figure things out. So if you have like a thousand of the greatest minds in the universe and you want to banish somebody, right? Banish them to the quantum realm. 
Well, I have two questions. One, why didn't they just kill him? I guess they can't kill themselves. They, they're like, no, that's me. I can't do that to me. No, because at the end, when when they say the the exiled one perished, someone says, we're surprised to find out that it wasn't one of us who did it. Right. So that implies that they can and they have. Well, or is it? would it have been a big deal? Um, well, hold on. Have you seen Loki? Did you watch Loki? No, I haven't seen any of the shows. Okay, so Jonathan Majors actually first appears in Loki at the very end. Right, yeah. and that that is the um, the one who remains or yeah, whatever? Yeah, he who right. remains, yeah. And so he ex- kind of explains it and talks about, so he's actually a descendant of, n- of um, Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. Um, in like the 31st century, discovers time travel, blah, 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 blah. And okay. it's like, Every version of himself, there's good and bad versions, obviously, but like sure. each version of himself tries to become like the all-knowing king. So, yeah. like, from what I understand, I, and I, d- I don't know, know a ton about um, King, but like there is like the conqueror who is like like king. He like he's like King Kang almost, where he's like in charge of all of them. I don't think so. I think he thinks he is. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm saying like in the comics, there's there's a Kang. Maybe he's not called the Conqueror, but there's a Kang who is I like... I think it's... Uh, so there's Kang Prime. Okay, yeah, maybe that's it. Um, but then I think the one pulling the strings, who's in this film, he's in one of the... the uh, at the end, uh, is Amortis. Yes. And uh, I think Amortis is like the, the king of the Kangs. Okay. But anyway, it's, it, from what I gathered, they just like want to basically like be the last one standing. Maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. Kang's hard to kind of understand because it's like, how do you beat someone if there's an endless number of them? Right. But you know? if you let the if you let him let them destroy a bunch of universes, then there will be less of them. Like if there's a if there's a Kang that came from a universe, and then that entire timeline gets destroyed, wouldn't that Kang just disappear? I don't know. Wouldn't it have to? Because like it, w- it wouldn't have happened. The timeline's gone, right? You would think. Um, but See, that's the thing. Is not only sorry. Not only has Marvel delved into the quantum realm, yeah. and their world's gotten so big that right. it's going to collapse in on itself. But now they're talking about time travel, to where mm-hmm. it's just not going to make sense. Right. And it's so crazy because within the scope of like two years, we've 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 gotten like, super big with uh, the Titans or whatever that tried to, like, eat Earth. Was it a Titan? Yeah. What was it? You know what I'm talking that about? That was um, the was Celestials. Celestials. Celestials, yeah. Yeah, so the Celestial yeah. that tried to, like, eat Earth, and now there's just, like, a giant thing out in the ocean yep. that doesn't appear to be uh, studied or anything. It's just out yeah. there. Like, you'd but think like they'd be no like, what the fuck is this? No one's mentioned it since then. Right. Not It hasn't been mentioned since then. Um, and then we've gone super tiny to the Quantum Realm, where it, it, the logic just falls in on itself. But I, I haven't asked my question that I had about yeah, uh, yeah. Kang. Uh, if you're going to exile him, why would you send him with his ship <laughs> that he can use to get out? Why wouldn't you just throw him down there by himself? You know, that's a good point. Did they need to use the ship because they were in a different universe? Is I that a know. thing? But 
and they're we'll able know. to create a portal without taking the ship with them in this movie, and they're not kings. They're a bunch of doofuses, you know? And so what's funny is, like, now, I don't know. I also just, like, can't... The whole, like... Crazy beings. You know what this was? This was... They, they tried to be Star Wars. Did they? Think about it. Literally, the entire the entire time, like when when they first get down to like the civilization and in, in, in the quantum realm, and they go to that bar, I literally was like, I was like, oh, this is this is the cantina in A New Hope. No, I didn't get cantina vibes at all. Really? Really? Just like sh- how they were showing all the different aliens and stuff. I was like, oh, this feels like we're trying to be Star Wars. See, to me, it felt like because if it was trying to be Star Wars, it, it would have um, a band playing. Well, there'd be yeah, there'd be the cantina music, but but it would have had some semblance of like seriousness. This was super. This felt like they were trying to ride the coattails of like the Thor movie that didn't do that hot, Um, or like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, which are very popular. They're some of the the better ones in the the whole like like the guy the guy who looks like broccoli. Right, the guy that looks like broccoli, or the uh, the little guy. Um, oh, Bev. The guy with no holes. Is, yeah, Bev is the same Bev or some of that. I think it's Bev. I think Which that's right. He he did give me a few chuckles, but it was just like, I don't know, man. Like even the humor just felt like Bill Murray made me laugh because he's Bill Murray. What did he do that made you laugh? Because he just didn't like, make me laugh. Just like his his like delivery was comedic okay. you know we're just and i kind of enjoyed the whole you know how things got wild and michael douglas was just like how wild and he was just like wild wild mm-hmm. <laughs> like those little those little comments were were funny but then there's the 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 whole don't be a dick exchange i was like what yeah <laughs> what am i watching that didn't make it it, it made it's no never, sense it's never too late to not be a dick. And it's like, first off, you're fighting for, like, the fate of the universe, mm-hmm. all right? And this guy's trying to kill you. And, like, I'm sorry. This happened, a, a, it was in, it's, it's, it's been in every movie. It was even in, like, Wakanda Forever, where it's like, I'm sorry, if I'm in a battle, I'm not going to crack a joke. Probably not going to crack a joke. And it's like, right. I don't know, dude. Like, there's just the... The humor has be it has become so humor centric, like ever since Ragnarok did so well, it's just like oh we're just just be funny. We're a comedy series yeah, now. Yeah, like sorry, and I know the number that I'm I'm ranting, and I want to give rant. you space to rant, rant. But like, uh, they ruined one of my favorite jokes from the from like not jokes, one of my favorite moments from from the NCO, one of the funniest moments to me, because when it originally happened, it was so random and so like still in character for Ant-Man that I was like, that's that's hilarious. In Civil War, when Ant-Man goes, like, giant, mm-hmm. um, and then he, like, he goes back to normal and he, his, his mask opens and he's like, like, it's just Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd and he's just like, does anybody have any orange slices? Just out of nowhere, random. Yeah. I thought it was hysterical. And then in this one... In this one, they're like, oh, he's not... Are you craving citrus? C- citrus, right? <laughs> I was just like, stop. <laughs> like, if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, do it when Cassie shrinks back down and she's like, I really want orange slices. 
as like one offhanded comment. They have like a whole conversation in the middle of a battle. And it's just like, it's, for some reason, it just felt so forced. So like the, those kind of moments, we were just like, this is just... Ugh. It felt forced. It felt... Um, it didn't... There, there wasn't much chemistry between this cast that... Yeah. I mean, a lot of them have been in movies together, right? Uh, I guess the the... So Cassie's actor, Catherine Newton... Um, she got Kath- recast. Yeah, so she, she it was, was not Endgame. it was not yeah. Catherine Newton in Endgame. It was no. someone else, and then and then now she's back, right? So what? Um, I I just have like metaphysical questions, honestly. Like, uh, they make that tiny pizza, right? Little pizza, <laughs> uh, little ingredients, little pizza. You know, when they make it bigger. Would would increasing the size of everything increase its calories, or would it just be bigger? And like, like you you see what I'm saying? Like I don't know, <laughs> I can't answer that for you. Like if you had a taco and you just made it huge, would it have more calories in it, or would it just be bigger? Would it just be like filled with air or something? I, I just I, it doesn't compute to me that making something bigger would in, would, would would change its like. It's it's like m- core makeup, you know what I mean? Well, like when Ant Man goes to like uh, Giant Man or whatever. I guess it's it's all about like the ratio to like organ body parts. Everything just. I see your question. Does he grow? Because that implies that there's more matter that is accumulating in him and makes him bigger. Or how does that work? Or do his atoms just increase in size? Right. And so, therefore, everything increases in size. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But, see, that's that's the that's the downfall of getting this wild with it. Mm-hmm. And also being the universe that, I guess, tries to have answers for everything where it's like you can't, you know? The crazy thing is, and I'm not a big comic book guy, but oh, usually, know. usually within the comics, there aren't that many uh, logical fallacies. They do a good job of like explaining all these little intricacies, right? Or at least giving an in-universe explanation, right? Yeah, right. Um, so how has that completely fallen by the wayside? When we like, I- if you were maybe we just missed it. Maybe it's in like Ant Man One, and we don't know. I can't think of it. I don't maybe think it's it is. There. I don't think it is. But like, when you think back to, if Iron Man was made with this level of uh, commitment uh, to storytelling and just like, I don't know, like this level of of engagement. They wouldn't have explained like he wouldn't have been in a cave and gotten like shrapnel going towards his heart. They would have just been like, "Cool rich man has blue suit, blue thing on suit." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it would have been like a little joke or something. So like, the beginnings of the MCU felt, and they were lighthearted in in in, in a sense, but they felt it felt serious. <laughs> this yeah. does not. Yeah. It felt like there were actually stakes. You know what it, what it is, and I hate to say this, but like, 
they they write this stuff like everybody has the timing and the wit of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, I don't can't. think they're doing that because some of well, these jokes. I'm sure they're like not. If, but if if Robert Downey Jr. said some of the things that were in this movie, I would have thought I was just as fucking stupid. Honestly. Yeah, but I'm just um, thinking of like in that same sequence of like when he says, "Does anybody have any orange slices in Civil War?" When mm-hmm. he grows big, like Iron Man, just like, "Okay, does anybody have any hidden and amazing powers?" Just to li- right. like, just like some sort of like quick witted, like dry thing that wasn't a joke. It made sense within his character, but now we have. Don't be a, like you can never. It's never too late to stop being a dick. And it's just like what? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about Modok? Um, we can talk about Modok. I just wanted to really quick because this is related to what we were talking about. Usually, when there is a a property that has been around for a long time, like like a decade or longer, which this definitely has. Mm-hmm. Um, it matures because the studio that is creating it recognizes that their audience is maturing, right? Think about uh, if you watch the <laughs> if you watch the first Harry Potter film and then watch Deathly Hallows Part Two, there's a very different tone. Oh yeah. Because the target audience has grown had up a, had grown up, right? Um, this f- the MCU feels like it's devolving. Whereas a lot of intellectual properties are evolving. So what? why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I really don't. Um, I don't. Maybe they're just, they're so deep in their roster now that, and this can transition into MODOK, that like you have to be a comics fanatic and fan to really be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm excited. Dude, literally, the second... Modoc, like it, because we first meet him from his point of view, like he's chasing after people, right? Mm-hmm. And I realized it was Modoc. I literally had the thought, "Oh, poor Hannah," <laughs> because she doesn't know who Modoc is. She doesn't care who Modoc is, right? And I thought, as soon as his mask opens, she's gonna go, "What the hell?" And literally, like it, it opens, and I looked over at her, and she was just like, "What?" First off, it looked awful. Looked it horrible. looked ridiculous. I don't know what they tried to do. Like, if they wanted it to look like, is it Corey Stahl? Is that, yeah. And then you Corey, see his if, butt. If they wanted like, it, you see his butt, too, which is like, is that supposed to be funny? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was ridiculous. But if they wanted it to look like Corey Stahl, they did an awful job. It looked nothing, nothing like him. That's right? what she kept saying. She kept saying, that's not him. And I was like, it is though. So like, that's what Hannah kept saying. Yeah, she's like, that's not a, that's not the same guy, right? Um, but I I thought that like in the comics, it wasn't just a fucking head with tiny little arms. It was like a like it was almost like a skeletal featured visage, right? It wasn't just like a normal face. I guess is what I'm saying. Like something yeah. had happened mm-hmm. that had like altered him. And he was fucked up looking, like, throughout. And this was fucked up looking, (laughs) but not in the way that I thought he was supposed to look. Well, like, so there's a video game where MODOK is, um, like, actually, like, a a person. He he has a body. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, and then there's one, yeah, where he's like a head in like a mechanized suit. Let me just see some real fast because his his origins. Uh, one second. His origins are not. I mean, obviously not this. He's like a cre. He was created. Let me see here. Blah, 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 blah. First Modoc is George Tarleton, a former employee of AIM, who undergoes uh, mutagenic medical experimentation designed to increase his intelligence. Uh, while successful, so it, made his, it made his head really yeah, fucking big. It results in him developing a freakishly oversized head and a stunted body, causing the character's signature look and the use of a hover chair for mobility. I don't know, like... Can every character make it to the big screen? I don't know because this just the thing about Modok is that in the comic books his face, like you said, is like this grotesque, like ghoulish face that just looks evil. And then this one it's like just Corey Stahl's like face, but kind of stretched out, it looked like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. If they had just kept him with the his like mask, like the Yellow metal jacket. Uh, if they just kept him with that on, it would have been fine. Would have been fine. Yeah, but again, like I didn't need Modok to be somebody from the past that we already knew. Right. It could just be Modok. That's the thing is that we're not actually getting any new characters. We're just getting recycled characters that have become something else. Or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't it, know. It, logically, within within. If this film has any logic. Within the logic of the film, it doesn't make sense for you to name something mechanized organism designed only for killing. And then for it to have like a conscious and for it to have like be capable of its own thought and, f- and be capable to like change its mind, right? Like it, it, it should yeah. it, it should just be like a brainwashed th- thing. And then by the end of that movie, it's cracking jokes and it's goofy. Right. Right, and when it nothing like, and it like strokes uh, his cheek as he's dying, and I was like, "Come on, man! Like that wouldn't." He yeah. hated him. He hated him in life, like when he was a b- like you know normal and like. Right. I don't know, man. Where did the redemption come from? It didn't come from anywhere. Yeah. It it came from someone say, "Stop being a dick." <laughs> anyway, um, what'd you think of Kang? Kang was fine. Kang, Kang, yeah. <laughs> I I thought he was the best performance in in the movie. Sure. Yeah. Well, I actually, let me rephrase that. that. I felt like he was the only one who was trying to give a performance in the movie. I thought that if I can give a second, if I can give a silver medal to somebody in the film, uh, I thought I thought Michelle Pfeiffer did fine as Janet, personally. Everyone else was really yeah. You're yawning. You 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 don't want to. You don't want to hear it. You don't. You're not interested in it. I'm not, I never want to talk to you. Um. Did, I mean, it felt like it was, they they were phoning it in a little bit. Michelle. No, like the rest of them. I thought she was fine. Yeah. I thought Bill Murray was fine, but he was in it for five minutes. But also, right. Michael Douglas said he would come back for Ant Man Four as long as Hank Pym can die. So he's become Han Solo, like where he's like this. I can't. Like there's Please nothing, kill me. Yeah, there's nothing happening. Like, and it felt like to me that it, at least for him, it was just like sort of just phoning it in. Like, yep, okay, we're here, we're in the quantum realm, doing whatever. Yeah, I don't know. 
And the weird like possibilities thing where like the random Baskin Robbins uh Scott was there. Yeah, he he wouldn't even be able to like survive like, down there in that it didn't make it didn't make any sense. Um I want to ask you about that sequence. So it 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 it, it makes a lot of sense to me that Kang is like Scott Lang, you can save me. I'll kill your daughter unless you go get this little orb, right? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but from Janet's perspective, she blew up this thing, made it huge, right? And so he's unable to harness the power of this little energy orb. Um, and she's like, "We have to go do something. We have to go. We have to go get it." Why? If he can't, if he's been down here for like. God knows how long. He's created an entire, like, halo civilization that's just, like, going... You, you see what I'm saying? And he, he he hasn't developed the technology to, like, get it. Why would she think that the best course of action was anything other than just letting it stay the way it was? So I think, if I can remember correctly, they said that... Oh, hold on. They built in their own... They They... they by explaining it, they created their own plot hole. So they say they have to go get it because Kang needs pin particles to shrink it, which he gets by getting Scott and Cassie. But but they didn't know they ha- he had they had Scott and Cassie yet, did they? Yes, they did because well, I think Bill Murray implies that like that he has them. You but can't just uh, hold on, uh, hold, on hold on, because he didn't yet. Hold on, hold on. <coughs> I think he did actually. I'm pretty sure that that they've been captured. That scene happened before the all the people attacked. Uh, okay. The village. Okay. Either way, they actually he reveals where he says like, "Remember, instead of getting the pim particles and then shrinking it, he has to send Ant Man in into the thing." Right. So you are actually correct in a sense where I he guess the only be able to do it. The only thing that changes is that I guess now that he has the threat of killing Cassie, now I mean you know, he can make him do it. But besides But they that, didn't they didn't know that that was gonna be a thing. Like the, Janet didn't know. You you are correct in the sense of even if say Kang had pin particles, but no Scott and Cassie. He just had pin particles. I guess he still wouldn't be able to do it because he couldn't get down small enough to do it. Right. Also, yeah. if 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 Ant Man has gone down to the quantum realm, which is perceivably the the smallest you can get, right? Mm-hmm. Like he gets down there and it's like, oh shit, we've gone too far. Now we're stuck. Quantum. Um, yeah. How does he get smaller? How does, <laughs> how does oh, it yeah. keep going? I guess you can just go forever. I don't know. Hold on a second. Can you? Hold on a second. And again, maybe they explain this. In Ant-Man 1, and then we can, it's already been almost an hour, so we can start wrapping up. But in Ant-Man 1, when he tells, when Hank tells the story of Janet, Mm-hmm. about how she went subatomic and sh- to shrink beneath the metal, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, He says she turned off her regulator 
and went subatomic and went into the quantum realm. And I believe the exact line is shrinking for all eternity. Right. How did she stop? Yeah, and how was she just hanging out there with Kang? So I guess, theoretically, you can shrink forever, but, like, I thought that's what going quantum meant, was that you shrunk forever. So is the quantum realm constantly shrinking once you're in it? (laughs) Maybe. Um, And also, hold on a second. Think about this. How do you get in the quantum realm? Is it by shrinking, or is it by displacing yourself from time and space? Because I doubt they shrunk Kang. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. That's a really good point. How many doors are there to the quantum realm? Now, no, actually now, you don't have to shrink. You can just walk through a doorway that they've created. How did all those other fucking creatures get there? And why are they all humanoid? Like, wouldn't they be... It sounded like they, like, just came... They just came about there. They were born there. They They lived there. But hold on. Some of them say you're from above. Yeah. What is above if they're outside outside of time and space? Right. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that's is is shrinking the only way to get quantum, or can you now do what Cassie just did and just make a door? Because if you just make a door, are you still shrinking? Or are you teleporting? Or, right? or are you teleporting? Like when they walked back through that doorway to get back to the normal world, did they theoretically grow or did they just walk through a door? Because if they walk through a door and say the same size, they should be microscopic. Ugh. Subatomic. God, God bless. Not even uh, registering on a microscope. They would be. They would still be subatomic. They would just be in the quantum realm of uh, uh, that. Like if they entered the quantum realm in that lab room. Does that mean all this crazy Kang shit is going on, like, in one little speck of air in 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 Pym's lab? <laughs> because think about how massive the quantum realm would have to be, Hunter. If you can enter it from anywhere in the world. Right. Yeah. Like, if if you were in China well, and thing. you enter the quantum realm, do you do you understand how low of a probability it would be that you would enter that like that little pocket of the quantum realm? It would okay. So if the quantum realm is outside time and space, how do you get there by shrinking? Well, my understanding, I I reject the outside time and space thesis. That's fucking dumb. Uh, there's still matter, right? There's still particles of matter. Well, then how do you explain Endgame? <laughs> you can't. It doesn't I work. I don't have to. The the it burden of proof, the burden of proof is not on me. It's on Marvel, yeah. right? But it, it no longer works. If you can travel through time with the quantum realm, then why is it that Janet aged normally? And why is it that? We, I mean, you mentioned this at the top, but why is it that? Uh, Scott Lang is gone for that period of time. And he five hours, back. but it's been five years. Uh, whereas, seemingly, everything... Like, if they had been down there for days, and, you know, five hours converted to, to five years, right? So days would have converted to... That old man at the coffee shop would have been fucking dust. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, all the, the Avengers thing, yeah. would be fucking dead. Like it would be, it would be like. Um, well, see, then there's Interstellar, these right? Then these random, li- yeah, where she's was like every hour is like seven years or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> there's like one line in the post credit scene of Ant Man Two where Janet's like, "Be careful, don't get sucked into a time vortex." And it's like, "What is that?" Yeah, the fuck is a f- time <laughs> vortex? I don't know. Um, I don't know what else to, to talk about besides just like there's weird creatures and it's just chaos and the ants, man. Like the ants, you tell me that the ants. How did the? Why were the, the ants time. smart to begin with? Here's the thing. Here's the time. Time thing. He said that they passed through a time vortex in the way in and they lived thousands of years in a matter of days. <clears throat> so why would what? they even remember him? <laughs> what? Why would they even remember him? Why? How were they are they re- still alive? What were they eating? There's no sugar. <laughs> down in the How are they room. still alive? That's my question. Is if I go through a time vortex and I live a thousand years, mm-hmm. and it's just a few days to you, well, my assumption I, s- I still live a thousand years. How am I not dust? My assumption is that that is the descendants of the descendants of the descendants of the ants that originally went down there. So they um, said in a thousand years, go to this place and save these people. Right, that's what I'm are saying. How me? do they? How do they know where to go? Like who to talk to? Uh, how do they even know that they're ants? Like, <laughs> what are they eating? You see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make any sense. There are so many people in that in that um, in that like city, the like fortress that Kang has. I didn't see any plants. I didn't see any animals. It's just a bunch of fucking blue face stormtroopers. Like. Let's talk logistics, Hunter. <laughs> See, what's funny is that these movies, the reason I really got into this kind of stuff, too, is that these movies used to be a lot of fun to, like, pick apart. Well, to dive into, right? Because it made them better. You Listen, you and dive now into... Makes, now it makes them worse. You dive <laughs> into any Marvel movie since since uh, Endgame, and you're not going to have a good time. If, you, if you're not just doggy paddling on the surface... That's what they yeah. want you to do. They want you to doggy paddle on the surface. And let me tell you, can I go on a Zach rant? Do it. This is let's let's wrap it up with this. Go on a Zach rant. Okay. So when the when the MCU started, there was a a reverence for the craft. Uh, they 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 wanted to bring these characters to the big screen, uh, and, and, and 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 characters that that weren't even nobody. I mean, people mm-hmm. had heard of Iron Man. But the average person didn't know who the fuck Iron Man was. Yeah. Why would you start with that, you know? But it was awesome. It kicked ass. Uh, and it's clear that with with the introduction of the TV shows and the, the games and all the movies and the, the content schedules that are coming out, the, the reverence for the craft has gone by the wayside, and they've made a business decision, which you can't blame them for making as businessmen and women, to say, okay, we could spend all this money, we could spend James Cameron money and make, like, the greatest movie of all time, right? Or we already have the fan base. They don't require much. You just give them a little handy, and they'll be satisfied (laughs) until the next time, right? So we create seven to 10, like, mediocre pieces of content, push them out, and we're going to get the same levels of engagement, and we cut our budget by, like, you know, whatever. It, but even then, like, it still costs ungodly amounts of money. Like, where did the CG budget go in this film? 
Well, what's crazy too is, and I don't think it's for this week, but I saw news recently where like they pay they pay less than most studios. They like pay their via via VFX artists like twenty percent less than most other studios do, which is ridiculous. Because that way like, it's starting to look kind of. Well, it's because they say, sus. "Hey, you've got four weeks to do a project that takes six months." You know what I mean? And it's like, and I'll get to this later. Um, because they're cranking out as much as they possibly can. Because like uh, I said, yeah. if, if we push out eight pieces of mediocre content that are still going to get engagement because we have the fan base, that's going to pull in way more profits than if we made like three kick-ass movies in a year. Yeah, so actually, I, I'm, I'm mentioning this now. Uh, this is this part of, 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 of the news section, but like, they had Phase Five, you know, is like five or s- like five movies and like four or five TV shows. And you got Loki now Part Two, yeah. You got now apparently only Loki season two and Secret Invasion are for sure going to come out this year. Apparently, the rest of the TV shows have been are possibly being bumped because they have said Marvel has said that they are re-evaluating their release structure after continued criticism of like the pace that they're coming out it's because too fast w- because one they they look bad but also in my opinion they p- people can't keep up i haven't even tried to keep up not even tried i haven't watched anything since uh moon knight and i did that that took me like three months to watch when did moon knight come out wasn't that it's been over like a year i think by now or at least close to it i haven't watched a single show yeah but um, anyway, I have seen all 31 movies, and sometimes I l- wake up and look in the mirror and think, why? <laughs> 31 movies. That's insane, man. Anyway, we can wrap it up. Um, there's more to say, but like, it's just an endless. It just it didn't do it for me. Let me. Oh, uh, as I will pose this question to you, it is currently. God bless. Listen to this. It's only the second um, rotten movie in, in the MCU. It is at a 47. <coughs> 47. A 47. <laughs> what is Eternals at? Eternals is. I think Eternals, Eternals is they're lower. Both, no, they're, they're both 47. Oh, shit. So it's at a 47. Audience score is 84. Yeah. So there you go. So, Zach, what, what would you. Let me ask you this. Is Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania good? No, it's not. But let me say. It's better than Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, Thank you. It's better than that. Uh, it's also better than Thor, Love and Thunder. It's better than Thor, Love and Thunder. Like, if we look at some of the films that came out last year, um, this isn't <laughs> this isn't that bad compared to those. I would put this in the 50s And those the are 60s. fresh. Those are fresh. Yeah, it's, which is crazy. I'd put this in the 50s or 60s, and that's on my superhero scale. That's not on my like normal yeah. scale. Yeah. So, like, bad. But I would give this, like, a 55 mm-hmm. max. I would give Dr. Strange, <coughs> Dr. Strange, got my voice. <coughs> I would give Dr. Strange, like, a 35, and I'd give Thor, like, a 37. Yeah, accurate. I did not like those. Uh, but there you go. It's not good. Gotta, we have to say, it's not good. I have a question for you, Hunter. Yeah. Um, can you imagine, like, the late 1950s? Right? Just think back to the 1950s. You, you remember those. 
those years. Yeah, yeah, totally. Can you imagine in the late 1950s saying uh, that the we- the era of Western movies was coming to an end? People would think you were full of shit, right? Mm-hmm. They'd think you were full of shit. <laughs> I think that we are coming up on the twilight of superhero movies. Yeah. I don't, I mean, you've, you know that I'm very skeptical of the DC universe. Do you know why? Be- you, you don't have to ask. I'll tell you. <laughs> because, because they're already starting with the fucking overloaded content schedule. Like, it's clear to me that it's not going to be like a, a focus on like making some good movies. It's just like, let's we're going to push out this, we're going to push out that, we're working on this, and we're working on that. None of it's written yet, but we're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... So, I don't have confidence in that. Um, the MCU is, is dying, in my opinion. Uh, and I just think that we're coming to the end of the superhero era. You know, the Westerns... Can I give you a little history lesson? Uh, silent films, you know. So, like, 20s, 30s. Westerns were big. I guess 30s was like the transition between silent films and talkies, but you get my point, right? Westerns yep. were big in the in the 20s and 30s. Uh, they fell off for like 10 or 20 years, and then came back in the in the 50s and 60s, and they were like really big. And into a little bit into the 70s, but by that point, people weren't really watching them. It was like they were dying with a whimper. And then now, like maybe once a year or like once every couple years, we get like a western that comes out. Not many people see it. Some of the movies are great. Like True Grit, I thought yeah. was awesome. Or like Heller, Heller High Water or whatever it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but they, they, they're just not as popular as they once were, right? So check this out. Uh, 70s, 80s, we get all these superhero movies coming out. We got the, the Batmans and the Supermans and, you know, all these movies coming out. They die off for a decade or two. Maybe there were a couple movies coming out, but they weren't popular. And then all of a sudden there's this boom, Right for the, the, I guess the 2000s, the 2010s, and now we're into the 2020s. I think we're coming up on the <laughs> the end. I think you're right. And, and I am, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I want to know what the next thing is. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss this a, a, a bit more in a few minutes. But first off, every mm-hmm. movie sucks. This one does suck. So let's talk about, let's see who, who else hated it. Jack. Jack Gregg, half star, said they hated Scorsese because he was telling the truth. Okay. Um, Lenny says Modoc is literally just a live action Funko Pop. That's true. Here we go. Jim Bradshaw, half star. I am not kidding. This is the worst mega budget film I have ever seen. No words will do my feelings justice. I wish I gave Love and Thunder five stars just to illustrate how much worse this is. I disagree with you there, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Give me a second. This person says half star, and I'm feeling generous. <laughs> <laughs> All these are so long. Uh. Okay, here's one. Uh, Zoe says, take a shot every time someone says quantum and you'll have alcohol poisoning after the first 15 minutes. Here's one. Half star. A movie happened in front of me, I think. 
Jonathan Majors acted his ass off, and then no one else did. I agree with that. I agree with that. There are multiple reviews comparing this to Spy Kids, which <laughs> that speaks for itself. This one says, uh, this looks so much like the Spy Kids movies that I honestly expected to see the Dinkster show up and say his <laughs> iconic line, somebody ring the Dinkster? That wouldn't have been out of place. Let me see. I'm going to find one more. Julia says, the Wish version of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I told you. <laughs> what I was saying. Um, here we go. Let's see here. Uh, all right. Last one for me. Half star. Uh, Abby Bryant. One says, I for sure thought this was this movie was a joke. I kept waiting for the real one to come on the screen. Worst part was seeing Modog's butt cheeks. Speaking of butt cheeks, that's what this movie was. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That was a good. Um, Sophie Holsinger says, uh, I hope Kang kills every last Avenger. See, like, that's the thing, and then we can we can move on, but like the trailers painted him as this like crazy menacing villain. And he even had some really menacing things that were said, but like in the context of the movie, he's so out of place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he's lost. They, they say it. <laughs> shut times. up. Just in, just in, <laughs> shut up. Just in case you uh, weren't picking up on it on your own, they say <sighs> he's lost. He's incredibly, he he's, felt so lost. He's exiled. Yes, I know. So I'm going to go ahead and pour myself a shot of whiskey. Uh, sing me a song to transition into the new news, please. Um, okay, I will, but I need to pour myself a shot of whiskey at some point. But I'm going to sing a song right now. It's time for the news. Hunter's going to talk about the news. He's going to talk a little bit about things I want to talk about and a lot about some fucking comic book movie stuff. <laughs> talk about the news. Let's talk about the news. Going to hear a bunch of DC shit. Going to hear a bunch of DC bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the news. Talk about the news. All right, cool. Let's do it. Are you ready? We got yeah. trailers upon trailers mm-hmm. from the Super Bowl. First off, we got a new trailer for the Super Mario Bros. Whatever. That seems fun. Cool. Did you what? pick up on anything in the new trailer for Super Mario Brothers? I don't think movie? so. I didn't even watch the whole thing. But what? They changed the Wahoo. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. How's it going now? Or, or, or should I just go listen to it? It sounds like... It Chris sounds like Chris Mario Pratt doing it. No, it sounds like Mario doing oh, it. Oh, good. That's for the better. They're learning from their mistakes. Um, we get a new trailer for Dungeons and Dragons, which exists for some reason. We get a new tra- uh, trailer for Creed Three. Hold on, pause. Oh. Dungeons and Dragons looks better than any Marvel. Well, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me walk that back. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 looks looks like, like it might be good. I was going to say, we also got a trailer for the only Marvel project that I'm excited for right now, and that is Guardians 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a trailer for Fast 10. Yeah. With Jason Momoa and uh, Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, we get a trailer for a new Transformers movie, which they're making those over again, which is a thing. Uh, we get a trailer for Air, which is a story of Nike and... Michael Jordan, which looks pretty cool. Yep, yep. And then we get a trailer for The Flash. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it when you sent it to me. Uh, yeah, it was really thoughts? funny because they posted it on, on online before it before actually aired. Yeah. 
like, the by Super like Bowl. an hour. Uh, because I was at a Super Bowl party, and <laughs> people were talking about, like, yeah, I mean, we'll see what it looks like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was like a, the the talk of the town was the Flash yeah. trailer because, you know, DC's a, 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 a hot mess. And so people were just interested. And then um, I think it was Robert uh, was like, <laughs> Hunter's already posted it on Instagram. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> Oh my I goodness. actually, for the record, I posted more than just the Flash. I did Flash and Guardians, and I want to say Air. I'm okay. trying to like do more stuff on our Instagram page and be like, "Hey, look, we are we keep up with this stuff," you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did post it. Um, what did you think of it briefly? Um, I mean, I'll say I I felt a little bit better about it before seeing this film uh, because this is the second time, and I realized DC is not Marvel. But this is the second time that we've gotten a trailer for a film that looks like it's going to be crazy multiverse stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you got Doctor Strange, you got Quantumania. And the movie itself is hot poop yeah. flowing out of a butthole, just like hose, fire hose, you know? So, like, I just, I don't, I'm going to have zero expectations going into Flash. Yeah. I was excited to see Keaton. Um, you know, like, I just, I might catch it for this, but, like, I'm excited for it. And I think it's solely because I love Batman, and I get two of them in this movie. Um, I'm really confused as to like how at least at least two. at least two. We might get Clooney, which would be funny. I would love that. I think it. It's. I have a lot of questions with like, hey, are they going to keep these characters? You're going to have a big problem if Ezra Miller's movie does really well because he's like a real life supervillain. Um. So hey. who knows? And then there was like. Apparently, there's this rumor that Walter Hamada, who was the former DC boss, actually right. apparently had this mastermind plan, which I think is probably full of shit, but said that he wanted to do, he wanted to keep Michael Keaton and Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck all in DCU and like wanted to do some crazy thing. Who knows? Um, I'm, I'm excited because like I want to be because I love these characters, and because I want it to do well because I don't think DC is gonna do ten years. I don't. I don't think that that the bubble is going to last ten more years. So I want it to be a good movie. Um, it looks cool. I, I mean, I'm excited for it. I have a question for you. Yes. Are there any comics where Batman is old and he's like actively fighting crime as like yeah. an old man? Yes. Okay. I'm just curious because just one of one of the best ones ever, which is the the Dark Knight Returns. He's like 55 or 60. I think he's 60. How old's Keaton? He's like seventy. It's not believable. Like okay. they <laughs> okay. they they show him like jump down and he's like flying. I was like, that's insane. But whatever. Michael Keaton I mean, is one hundred and seven. Wow, that's amazing. He looks great. No, he's seventy one. Um, but anyway, he does yeah. look good. But yeah. it's just an old Batman. I don't know, it's especially when he doesn't actually have powers. He just has yeah. money. I mean, he's I guess man. when you invest well, it. it Exponentially so grows, so he's, the he's richer. The <laughs> there, there is a comic. It's called Kingdom Come, where mm-hmm. uh, Batman he's sixties or seventies, and he has he wears like an exoskeleton suit that like essentially reinforces his joints and his body because he has to. <coughs> That's that cool. Makes, that makes sense. But but wouldn't you still have to have the mobility? <laughs> well, it like gives. 
You know in Dark Knight Rises where he like puts that thing on his knee and it like makes him be able to like punch a brick out of a pillar? Remember that? Sure. It's yeah. sort of like that. It's like that kind of idea. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> the only thing with, with, with DC is, is that they said that um, we should be getting casting news in the next six months, which whatever. Uh, actually, there's a couple more things, I guess, DC, but Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to appear in the Penguin show, which that's, you know. And then we get our first look at uh, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn in Joker 2. I didn't. I saw that picture, and I... D- it's just a picture. It's not It's not going to tell you anything yet. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's it. Oh, and then I saw that James Cameron apparently loved the first One Woman, which I thought was hilarious because I, I thought it was pretty. It was fine. Um, but anyway, lots of other news. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. We are getting not one, but we're getting two Fred Astaire biopics, and Fred Astaire himself in his estate said, I do not want to get a movie made about myself, and they're that's making right. two. So go Hollywood. You're, on a, you're doing great. Um, Emma Corrin has joined the cast as uh, the villain in Deadpool 3, which is going to be in the MCU. We get a new teaser trailer of Little Mermaid, the live-action one. Deadpool 3 is supposed to be rated R as well. Um, it, it better be. Um, <laughs> J.J. Abrams' Justice League Dark show has been canceled from MCU. Uh, we have some sad news. I'm going to say it in the middle so we can kind of keep going, too, is that Bruce Willis has been diagnosed with dementia, which is super sad. He actually yeah. he got I diagnosed with something else and then slipped away from acting because uh, I think it's developed into dementia. So that's a bummer. He's, you know, he's made some really he's made some like B movies in the past few years, but like he's still like a living legend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh Emma Roberts and Lawrence Fishburne are going to leave a lead a sci-fi film called The Astronauts. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. Only two MCU shows are for sure going to happen this year. That is Loki 2 and Secret Invasions. They've been saying that, you know, they've been putting out too much. What did I miss? I missed something. Let's see here. Oh, here's one that's interesting. I Am Legend 2 is moving forward with Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen... I am legend. That's the zombie movie, correct? Yes. Just making yes. sure I'm thinking the right one. Yes. Doesn't he run into a bunch of zombies with a gr- live grenade in his hand? He does. There's a there's an alternate ending that was filmed and was not released. Apparently, it's been released in the past, and they are the sequel is going to follow the alternate ending that apparently nobody has seen, in which he lives. Okay. And then the last one which I thought was hilarious, and we'll see, is that apparently Warner Brothers wants to make Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is a play which is a book, it's the eighth story, they want to make that into a movie and they are trying to get Dana Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grant to return to their roles. Do you know the plot? I know some stuff and like Voldemort like has a daughter or some shit and like they all have kids who are going to Hogwarts and stuff. I don't actually know the plot much. Is it ridiculous? Yeah, which keep in mind, I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the entire series, but the movies I can appreciate. I've I've come to terms with appreciating the movies, you know, and uh, <laughs> the plot. So, like, um, the three main characters' children, like, go back in time to save uh, Cedric, uh, to like keep you know Cedric from the Tri Wizard yeah, Cup or whatever the Robert fuck. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Robert Pattinson. They save him so he doesn't die, um, but he's so upset that he doesn't win or something 
that be, he, he, he becomes a death eater. <laughs> Yikes. And it just, it just. Well, it's yeah, like they can't, they can't seem to make a good Fantastic Beast movie anymore. So they're just going to mm-hmm. go back to the mainline, main, mainline series and do the, the full on Harry Potter. We'll see. Anyway, that's my news. That's all I got. <coughs> uh, so, yeah. Cool. Zach, it's time for your Brave Minute. Uh, well, the Braves are, uh, they reported, you know, they're pitching, they're throwing, all this stuff. Um, Ronald Acuna apparently looks really, really, really good. Like, you know, back to normal. They're letting him play in the World Baseball Classic, which mm-hmm. if he had any lingering effects from that his injury happen. that he sustained two seasons ago, they would not let him do that. So uh, he also played uh, in like a, uh, I think it was a, a Puerto Rican league, and he just he was hitting bomb after bomb, you know. Uh, one cool or one uh, uh, encouraging thing that has been talked about all the all the reporters that are at spring training have been talking about how good sean murphy looks behind the plate is specifically like with his speed his pop time and like how quick he's able to throw to first and second um apparently he's like lights out they they're already writing about like on mlb.com and stuff which you know when you start getting the 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 national recognition that's when shit goes south yeah (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> it's just how it seems to work out. But they're already talking about, you know, the, the, the bases are getting bigger, so the people are going to be running, um, but the Braves are prepared. Like, Sean Murphy is going to be able to throw him out anyways. You know, he's, he's that quick, right? Um, so that's cool. That's, that, that, that's going to give, you know, if it, if, it, if it pans out that way, that's going to give the Braves a, a big advantage. All these pitchers and all these uh, – honestly, all the infielders are going to be having to deal with, with bigger bases and, like, the, the differences in timing and stuff. But if, if we have a, a catcher behind the plate that can really, can really uh, get it out there quickly, it's yeah. going to be cool. So I'm anyways, it's, it's exciting. Uh, Mike Soroka has a tightness in one of his legs. Hamstrings so or whatever. Yeah, and a hammy. Um, and we're just hoping that – it's so funny because you sent me an article talking about uh, uh, DeGrom. DeGrom. DeGrom is, b- is being held out of spring training because he's injured. And you're like, he's just always hurt, man. He's just always hurt. You know, I got the same uh, thing with Soroka. Well, yeah, and but but I just hope they're both okay because I know that DeGrom pitched with the Mets his entire career up until today <coughs> or whenever he signed with the Rangers. But he's so dominant. I want to see him out on the mound. Yeah. I want to oh, yeah. see Soroka get back because if Soroka's back, I think we have the best starting lineup in the, in the big leagues. If he if he doesn't, we have a big hole. Like it's, you know, it throws off the whole thing. Like having one more steady starter uh, really solidifies it, right? Yeah. So, anyways, um, exciting things. Baseball starts next month. Um, get hype. I'm hype. That was very brave. It's the bravest thing I've done all week. All right, go pour your shot. Oh, yeah, sing a song. Whiskey shots, whiskey shots, does whatever a whiskey cat does. Meow. I miss, I miss that, sweet girl. Hurry up, Zach, run. You know, I wish, I don't know.
I'm probably going to cut this out because I'm not sure what I'm saying. But uh, in case you're new here, uh, I used to have a cat. Well, not I, we. We used to have a cat. Zach was the godparent of this cat. Zach was with me when the day that I went and got her. She was f- like five weeks old. Her name was Whiskey. And it was her idea to start a podcast. And she was the founder, CEO, and owner of the podcast. And she unfortunately, uh, she had cancer and she passed away. It's been a while now, I guess. It's been maybe <sighs> like eight or nine months. Yep. And we used to do whiskey shots where we would talk about her. And so in her honor now, mm-hmm. we take a shot of whiskey every every week. Yes, yes we do. And so we always just say that this is to this is to whiskey. Whiskey for whiskey. I'm drinking my usual crown apple. This is not a shot glass. This is like a little espresso glass. And so I think this is more than a shot, but I'm going to... Well, down it. Here we go. To whiskey. To whiskey. <sighs> it was like a mouthful of whiskey. <laughs> All right, Zach, where can they find us? <laughs> you can find me at the uh, Taco Bell off of Cobb Parkway in about 20 <laughs> minutes. Hunter will be at home. <clears throat> I'll be at home editing this podcast so it can be yeah. up in the next hour and a half. Yeah. Oh, you can find us on God. Find <laughs> us on Twitter at B I I G podcast. Email us at B I I G podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, TikTok. I think we have a YouTube channel at But Is It Good Podcast, right? You can follow yep. Hunter at his handle, which is at Hunter Callahan Music. You can you follow can me at my handle, which is Zach Two, the number, the T H A Future dot three one. Those are on Instagram, I just wanna, by the way. I just want to say uh, I don't have the Instagram app on my phone. Um. I've gotten emails. There's been like four people who I I do not know you from real life and you are following me. So I assume yep. you're following me from, from listening to us. I am sorry. I don't use it. You I don't know why messages. Hunter gives my handle every week. Um, but know that you are appreciated. You are appreciated. If I ever log on, I'll follow you back. Good deal. All right. Uh, next week we're doing women talking, wrapping up our Oscar series. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been trying yep. to see it in Chicago. So, all right, yeah. <coughs> all, right, all, yeah. all right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. Are we done? But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.